Welcome back to the Teacherpreneur Association podcast. My name is Jess and I help ambitious teachers put their skills, passions and expertise into an online business. And in today's episode, as we are almost entering the month of June, which is kind of crazy, but we're in June next week, I wanted to plan out my month and I wanted to share with you how I plan out a typical month. Now, before we start, I usually plan out my quarters. So quarters of the year start with January, February, March, which is quarter one. Quarter two is April, May and June. Quarter three is July, August, September. And quarter four is October, November, December. So typically at the start of each quarter, so January, April, July and October, I will have a massive planning session. So I'm kind of on track and I know what's going to happen for those specific three months. But I wanted to just give you a look at what a typical month looks like. So I always start off and you can plan with me if you have a journal or a notebook or even if you're sat at your computer make some notes because I'm going to give you some prompts and some questions to help you figure out how to have the most productive month possible. So first thing is to reflect on last month or if I'm at the end of a quarter reflect on the last quarter because if we are constantly striving to improve we need to look back and think well, what worked before? What worked last month? What didn't work last month? And when you do ask yourself these kinds of questions and you look at the the data and the numbers, I want you to kind of detach yourself from the fact that this is your online business. Because it is your online business, we sometimes take things personally. Maybe if we put a piece of content out there and it didn't do as well as we thought it was gonna, we can put, that can personally affect us. But we have to just separate ourselves from our online business when it comes to looking at what's working and what's not. Because if not, we always have this like emotional attachment. And that means that if something doesn't go well, it has an emotional effect on us, which leaves us in not a good energy. So looking back and understanding if something worked or if it didn't, it's a great thing because it's helping you move and it's helping you move forward. So first up, we're going to ask what went well. So in the last month in May, what did you accomplish? What did you improve on? Can you hear the wind outside? Oh my goodness, that was the strongest wind. From May, what can you be proud of? What small win can you celebrate? What's something positive that you did or experienced that you weren't able to do before? One of my clients just messaged me earlier and she she said to me, Jess, I spoke about my product for the first time on my Instagram story. So that's something that she can celebrate. There's something positive that she did this month that she wasn't able to do before. And what things didn't go so well? What were some mistakes that you made? Where did you miss the mark? Where was something that was gonna happen that you thought was was gonna go really well, but it didn't? What areas need improvement? This is my favorite question. What did you waste too much time and energy doing? I love that question. A few, like a few years ago, I would spend so much time on Canva trying to perfect things like perfect lesson slides or perfect digital products that I was creating. 
but I was missing what was truly important and that was, is this lesson delivering the outcome to the student? And if it is, then it's a great lesson. The, the bits and bobs, like the graphics and the colours, they're just on top of a really great lesson. That doesn't make the lesson great. And I realised I was spending way too much time on Canva, uh, especially right at the beginning of my business. So what are you wasting too much time and energy doing? And what should you work on next? What should you work on next? So those questions are gonna help you just reflect and get into a good frame of mind for this planning session. The next thing I want you to do is have a look at the content that you put out there over the last month. This includes any TikToks, any Instagram posts, any YouTube videos, podcasts, and I really want you to look at the numbers. Now, I'm someone who doesn't rely on numbers for validation, so it's not like my post got 10 likes, that means that it's doing really well, or my post got two likes, that means it's not doing very well. I'm looking at the numbers to know which kind of content people like and resonate with. So if you put out a piece of content that's about learning Spanish verbs and it does really well, uh, but then you put out um, a reel that's a Spanish conversation with a friend and it doesn't do so well, you can kind of think, well, next month I'm going to produce a few more pieces of content that's related to sharing Spanish verbs because that piece of content did well. You kind of want to snowball off of what people are enjoying it's gonna be in the realm of your expertise in your niche, but this is what's good about trying new things and experimenting new things, because you wanna see what's working and what doesn't work. A couple of months ago, I started to post some quotes and some inspirational quotes, and I got a lot of comments and feedback from those types of posts. So I knew like people like this, they like the encouragement, along with the educational content that I'm sharing, I noticed people wanted a bit more inspirational content. So have a look at what content has done well and what people are engaging with and what content maybe hasn't done so well, so you're not gonna produce that next month or that type of content because it didn't work. And that's okay because entrepreneurship is all about trial and error. It's all about being creative and having fun and seeing different things. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's not the end of the world it means that we know that let's try something else let's move on let's see let's keep going let's you know we're we're keeping going we're not letting things that don't go well affect us because we're in this for the long run my next set of questions for you are about what you want your days to look like or feel like and I'm not sure if you are still working full-time or if you have this side hustle but whatever time that you work on your business this is what I'm talking about. So what does your ideal day look like? Moving forward in June what do you want it to look like? Do you want to work on your business, wake up an hour earlier and spend a full hour productively working on your business? Is that what it looks like? Does it mean that you are going to work on your business from 6 to 8 p.m. on an evening? Are you going to work on your business when? 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 What does that look like for you? And make sure it suits you. We hear so much about the 5 a.m. club and if you, if you get up, you need to be productive and blah, blah, blah. And that if that's how you are the most productive, then go for it. But it's not going to suit everyone. Everyone's different. Maybe you're a night owl and you like to sit back and create some content at night. You like to engage with your followers at night. If that's what suits you, go for it and do that. My next question is, how do you want to feel? My feeling, I want to feel productive in June. I want to feel 
proud in June. I want to feel courageous. I want to feel brave. I want to do things outside of my comfort zone in June. Now we're going to move on to the actual planning of the month of June. So I want you to set yourself an intention, one intention, one thing that you want to accomplish. I want to X. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Actually not X, Y, Z, just X. I want you to focus on one thing. When your focus and your energy is solely on like one thing, you're going to be so much more productive and so much more fueled to achieve that thing. When we have 10 different goals and 20 different steps to achieve that goal, it can be so overwhelming, like so overwhelming, like where do we even begin? But when you have that one thing, that one intention, you're going to be so much more focused and so much more likely to make it happen. Even though you are going to have other goals and you are going to have other things you want to accomplish, I want you to just pick one for the month of June and everything you do is focusing on this one goal. It makes it easier when you sit down and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to plan out my week or I'm going to create this thing in Canva and then go back to your intention and think, is this, is me working in Canva right now? Is that going to help me achieve that goal? And if it is, then we're going to do it. But if it isn't, we're going to take a step back and only do things that are going to help us achieve this goal. So your intention could be this month, I want to enroll 10 students into my lessons, into my course. I want to sell 25 of my lesson plans, my digital downloads. Pick your intention. It doesn't matter what it is, but write it down. And that's every single effort we put in this month is going towards that one thing. Next, we're going to set some goals. So we have our one intention, then we're going to get going to set three goals. But these goals are only going to be things that you are in control of. So with your intention, truly you are not in control of people clicking enroll. You can do things that encourage them to click enroll or inspire them to click enroll or buy now. But in all honesty, we can't we can't fully control that. So that's why the intention, whether it happens or not, that's irrelevant. It matters that you have an intention set there and you have something you're working towards. The goals that you're going to set, the three goals are going to help you achieve your intention, but they're going to be things that you can control. For example, if you want to make 10 sales this month, what you could do is say, in order to make 10 sales, I'm going to produce a podcast episode each week that's going to educate my audience. And in that episode, I'm going to talk about a program that I have on offer. So you're delivering education, but at the same time, you're talking about something that you're selling because you want to make 10 sales. You want to help 10 people, okay? So one of your goals could be a weekly podcast episode for the month of June. Another example of a goal is daily or weekly or bi-daily, every other day, bi-daily, my goodness, what is that? That's not a word. Every other day, I'm going to do some daily prospecting. And what prospecting is, is 
making sure that you're engaging with people who may be interested with your product or service, you're basically following up with people. So daily prospecting could be going on Instagram and replying to messages, replying to comments, engaging with your community, engaging with your audience, having a conversation with people, encouraging conversation, connecting with potential customers, potential students, clients. Daily prospecting is you going out there and physically making sure you have a stream of people who may be interested in your product or service. So you are in control of how much you prospect. You're in control of how much you connect with potential customers or students. Making sure that you're going to hit your intention, daily prospecting is a great goal for you to have. So we're thinking of goals like this, goals that you are in control of, things that you can actually do. It could be produce a YouTube video, post two Instagram posts a week, create four TikToks, whatever it is, you are going to be in control of it. From here, you have your intention, you have your three goals for the month, then I'm going to break them down into physical action steps, things that you can actually do. So if one of your goals is to produce a weekly podcast episode, that's great, but just write in podcast episode on a piece of paper isn't going to make it happen. We want those action steps, those things that when you sit down at your computer, you know what to do. So one action step for a weekly podcast episode for June would be to plan out four topics. You pick four topics and they're going to be your four podcast episodes for the week, for the month of June. Okay, that is one physical action step, something you can do. Plan out four topics. You can even break that down into plan out week one podcast episode topic. Research week two's podcast episode topic. So by the end of it, you have four topics. Another action step for that could be record four podcast episodes or record week one podcast episode. Things that you're doing to help you reach your goal, which in turn will help you reach your monthly intention. I want you to do this for each of your goals because when you break it down into things you can actually do, it makes it easier to accomplish that thing. You know, when you sit down and on your to-do list is create an online course, that's obviously an intention and it's something that you want to do. But if it's just like that on your to-do list, you're never going to move the needle in the right direction because that's it's just too broad. When you have specific things like create a TikTok about the benefits of learning Spanish, that's so simple that if we read that on a to-do list, we know what we're doing, we're ticking it off and it's moving us forward in the right way, in the right way possible. So that's what I want you to do. Set your intention, write down three goals that you are in control of and write down the action steps to make sure that you are achieving those goals. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I would love to know what your June intention is. You can message me over on Instagram and I would love to keep you accountable and give you little check-ins over the month of June. Let me know where you are at. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will speak to you in next week's episode. And Buddy says bye too. See you. (laughs) 